Hello, everybody. You're listening to Kyle's Communist Book Club. It is a very strange day. Today is June 25th, 2022, and we are reeling from the fallout of the Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. Uh, we are sitting in a new America where our rights are quickly falling apart. We're live here at the moment on Twitch. Well, if you're listening to this in the podcast feed, this is no longer live, but we encourage you to get active. It's twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Paranormal. I have that Twitter handle, the Instagram handle. And if you want to veer even more towards the communist side, I have Kyle Communist on those sites as well. We are just having a random talk today. I don't know what this episode's going to sound like for people at home. I know that the blank spaces and all of that will be trimmed down. It's going to be a le- less theory-driven sort of episode, but a uh, hearing people's opinions and listening to people vent sort of day. It's also a day of talking about community organization. If you are not already part of our Discord server, there are two really great ways to do that. You can, first of all, become a paying member by going over to ko-fi.com forward slash Kyle Paranormal. If you grab a $5 tier or above, you're going to get automatically added to the server and it's going to give you that role uh, upon that billing cycle. So... That's a fantastic way to get full access, and that includes our Revelator Pioneer program, which is socialist education, practical things like homesteading, survival skills, self-defense skills, things like that. And the server is really going and growing at this moment. We have opened it at the time being for people that uh, cannot afford to become coffee members, so that is open to everyone if you're looking for a safe uh, left-leaning socialist home. We are extremely LGBT plus friendly. We stand up for all minority groups and peoples that are oppressed and repressed. Uh, anti-war, except the war of capitalism. We must destroy uh, this in some way, shape, or form. And that's the point of these conversations is to get the ball rolling. People are hopefully starting to wake up and see that our worst interests are all that's in mind in our country. America continues to prioritize uh, breeding people, they continue to prioritize removing health care or any sort of social programs for that matter. At a time that they are pushing this breeding law into place, we also have a lack of formula on the shelves. We have uh, rights being rolled back when it comes to police officers no longer having to read you Miranda rights, or I should say not being You can't uh, go after them as litigiously. So that's sort of a joke anyway, isn't it? With a billionaire budget like our police have across the country, can any individual really go after them that well? That's kind of uh, one of those sort of... mm, (laughs) It looks like you can, but can you? Is it actually approachable? And that's a huge problem of our legal system as a whole, is a lot of the time when you need something, it's very hard to get, unless... You got that money. Zump welcome aboard. Thanks for coming to chat today. We are kind of recording this for the uh, the podcast, Kyle's Communist Book Club. So if anyone wants to get that, feel free. But we're just also venting and sharing. It is a safe space for people that are coming in and hanging out. Uh, just trying to mobilize a little bit. We have a new Discord server up. I will be repeating things again for folks on the podcast. Pardon me that I'm saying them a couple times throughout. But that Discord server is where we're starting to gather together. We've also started uh, the beginnings of a safe haven map for people that might have to move states or districts or otherwise travel across borders to try and get medical care. And if that's someone and that applies to you, please let me know. Uh, Like I said, there's a couple different ways to reach out through Twitter and Instagram. Hello, Pagan. Welcome to chat. How are you doing? If you'd like to join me in a voice call at any point, you're welcome to do so. 
Uh, for those that are, again, a little less familiar with what we do on Saturdays, traditionally we have a seance Saturday. And honestly, Pagan, I, I, don't, I don't know if you want to do it or what our plans are for tonight. I woke up this morning and I said, whatever, wherever the wind blows me is where my, my ship's going to land. And I'm luckily here on Twitch. I am glad that I got off my butt and uh, could do this. Uh, getting off my butt was more of a picking myself uh, out of a really <laughs> low low uh, spot today. And I think for a lot of people, yeah, yeah, Pagan, absolutely. Founders Room would be great. So for, again, podcast people, my co-host from Chaos and Shadow, uh, Pagan uh, formed that show with me. She does our Say on Saturday segments and Witchy Wednesday segments. She's also the uh, extremely powerful co-lead on the uh, Pioneer program we're doing. So Pagan will pop in here in just a second. We'll vent and, and talk about all of this, uh, just our thoughts and feelings. Got to find the founder's room. Pardon me. Pagan's already there. And I can start the stage. Uh, ooh, let's call it KCBC recording. Boop. There we go. And can I, Pagan might be able to pop up here. Invite. Oh, oh shoot. I'm sorry, Pagan. I'm sorry. I, I penalized you. I was right clicking and you were right clicking and. You got in and You're I kicked totally you out. Totally fine. Um, I figure we're really new learning how to use the system officially, so it's all good. Um, yeah. As for to tonight, I I'm halfway. The, I will tell you the same thing I told Storm <laughs> for our interview yesterday was I'm halfway in the mindset to do this and halfway in the, the mindset of I'm too pissed off and angry to do anything. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I will leave it in your court. I'm cool with whatever we want to do. Um, if we want to just sit here and do rallying cries, I'm good with that. But honestly, I'm I, I'm at the point of fuck the world. Yeah, me freaking too. I would say I'd rather use our night talking about rallying cries and ways to get people motivated. I think that being said, uh, I think there's no problem with us later this evening doing something more sort of magically oriented if we kind of want to. Uh, again, we'll play it super by ear. I have announced mm -hmm. nothing on social media just because, well, everything on my social media is about, hey, wake up, folks. Uh, the magic community, I was very happy to see. The paranormal community yesterday was not posting much else than calls to action. And I was really happy to see it. I, at first, yeah. I was very worried that it was going to be a day of sleepy Sam's going back to sleep again and being like, oh, well, it'll be fine. Let me just stick another deity on my altar. And for the record, a part of me is also you know, guilty of that idea of let's just channel more energy. And I, I'm all for it. I think there's both. I think there's uh, our need for activism. You and I have been very hard at work on putting together this program. And as you probably mm -hmm. saw, but we haven't talked about, I've certainly welcomed more people into the server, people that have been showing have, yes. just general interest because it is a time of more, more than less is, is my thinking. I am of the same kind of mindset. So at, at this point... I would say pretty much who is in this boat of wanting to be a part of basically survival. Like the, the, there is no, I can't 
put it in the words of, you know, if you want to be in this camp, it's no longer red versus blue. It's survival or death. That That's what it is now, because that's exactly the direction that they're going. And so if you want to be in the camp of survival, then all are welcome. Also, I sent you a really great TikTok that you don't have to watch Ooh. now, but you should watch it at one point in time that talks about community and how we basically need to set up a revolution properly. And we're actually well on the way to do that with the Pioneer Program, but I send it to you because I knew that you would find it extremely interesting. It's about three minutes long, so when you have a minute, take, uh, or three minutes, I should say, take some time to watch it. Um, and you're welcome to share it out as well if people want to watch it, by all means, absolutely. Uh, but the, the big thing is, if you want to be a part of the survival team, welcome aboard. But if yeah. you don't want to be a part of the survival team, get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It is. It is a time. We're well past the time of choosing uh, to act or not. This really is that rallying cry for uh, for us on the left, progressives. This is the this is the formal announcement of fascism that a lot of people have been waiting months and months and years for. Uh, there's just the idea in the back of people's minds that they will wait for a day that is just telegraphed and, and advertised that the world is now, or America is now fascist. Well, you're never going to get that. I, I, for what it's worth, I mean, people have been throwing the word around for years, uh, myself especially, like I really, <laughs> for a long time, very, very much that avenue. Um, but I will say that this is it. This is your call. It's not going to get any more in your face until you're next in a camp like that's that's going to be the next time you really get a big alert is when the police come and take you away, which sounds like a whole new reality uh, with the laws that have been passed. I mean, taking away the Miranda right protections there and then doing this sort of thing, uh, but also stoking the protections for the Supreme Court justices, knowing that there's going to be chaos to pay for all of this. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a time. This is it. This is a uh, concentration camps are next. I mean, they've all, if they even go that far, they seem to just want to uh, go straight to bullets yeah. and ditches, I think. Well, the other thing too is I did see, um, I don't know if it was a TikTok or a tweet because right now, like my, literally my social media feeds are kind of blurring together at this point. Um, and they, I guess as Roe v. Wade was happening in Arizona, they made it to where, um, yes, they're extending the voucher program uh, to all students. However, you have to be rich and basically really rich to get any of those vouchers for private school. Um, and they made it to where they're allowed to discriminate against you in Arizona. Even if you pay for it, they can still say no. So there's still discrimination happening um, in that regard. Uh, there's so many different things that the Supreme Court's talking about taking away. So at this point, uh, somebody stated also that maybe this is kind of like, I think it was actually a doctor on Twitter who said that there is a thing that's called the surge. When there's a patient who's dying, they will get this last burst of energy and their vitals will be great. They'll be lucid. Everything will be great. And then they just die within about 24 to 48 hours. They just die. And they kind of feel like what's happening right now is either the Republican Party is having a surge or the United States is having a surge and we're literally all about to die. <laughs> like that's the country is literally on its deathbed, I think is what they're saying, um, because that's how it seems that they're pushing forth all of this stuff. 
And it's, it's a really scary thing. Um, you know, you and I had talked about the fact that we kind of saw revolution slash civil war kind of on the horizon. I didn't expect it to be today. Like, I didn't expect this to be on the verge today. I, I expected, you know, two to three years down the road. Uh, not right now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a fuck scenario in every direction. I, I solidly agree with that. Welcome, by the way, to everyone that's following and joining us in chat yes. tonight. Uh, I, I will ask mods, keep it civil. If people are going way off the rails, you know what to do. Go ahead and ban if, if they're saying something that's highly offensive. Uh, we are just going to do good conversations in here tonight that are productive. The line in the sand is this, and I'm, I'm painting with a very big brush, but to our audience out there, we are on Twitch. Twitch does lean a trollier direction, but... If my word makes any difference to you at all, I will say we're facing a time that has mirrored in history time and time again where minority groups are going to face death. And how are we seeing that? Well, we've been seeing it for years in stoked rhetoric against them, meaning politicians speaking out, um, calling Mexican people rapists or calling uh, LGBT people groomers, uh, debating trans rights to say that their people are not. Uh, debating women's bodies. If at all, we have some people that are lurking and watching and that's still uh, somehow something they're entertaining. This is the path where if you do not recognize people's autonomy and, and respect th that they are people who are under attack, it puts you in the camp of the enablers for the right wing side. It's, it's very cut and dry. History books have shown this time and time again. And it's why we need to be organizing now. So regardless of what beliefs people have had before this is a time to welcome in new allies as well this is a time when i'm hopeful that we will get a lot of people abandoning the gop i i am not i'm not that high on my own juices or whatever that i think that that's going to be huge swaths i i think that the uh, the kool-aid they've been drinking has taken uh, you know it's it's been a long time coming it's uh mm -hmm. pretty ingrained in them but it's do or die moment. Again, this is about the time when a, this is your formal announcement of fascism. This is the formal overturning of protections that we've taken admittedly for granted. Now, many of us uh, born after these laws have been passed. So it may not appear like we have much say or many changes over them. It might appear in some cases like they're super baked in and, and some might seem immobile. Others, again, just feeling like they're permanent guarantees. But I assure you, none of it is. Uh, I think I've been alive for something around like 10%, 15% of America's total existence, which is mind boggling to me as a guy that's 30. I'm like, I just feel like our country has been here a lot longer. In other terms, yeah, I'm as old as... We're still a baby country <laughs> compared to the rest of the world. Right, right. And it, it means that we have a lot more of authority over this system than we think. Uh, the left has been way too generous in this country it, it we yes. give up so much ground under these false flags of civility and admittedly as much as we will tell people and continue to say go out and vote going out and vote is not getting the job done this is a time we need to really focus on getting those right wingers far far out of dodge i don't know what that exactly means yet mm -hmm. and i obviously have to watch my language online but it's time to become more forceful in how we deal with this and not allow it to have space um, in our towns, in our cities, 
in our homes. If you've got family members that are hardcore GOP, it might be time to get them out and uh, start changing lives. Now, not everyone's going to have that opportunity, but it is an important time to also discuss safe places for people too. Um, this is this is just the beginning of a very potentially dark and potentially very bloody time in our history. How do we get right-wingers out, Nolan asks. Well, that's going to specifically depend on your circumstances and where you've got them. In general, we need to be organizing vanguard parties for socialist movements, meaning educating ourselves on theory, so learning basics of socialism, learning basics of revolution. We are working on doing educational courses for that. So if people are interested in the mm -hmm. Discord server, uh, we can get some links out for that. But just in the quick time, that is up over on the coffee page. If anyone can support through that route, that'll get you in even without me sharing the other link. Um, that also supports what we're doing. We're trying to get people trained in homesteading things so people can grow their own food. They can can their own food. Uh, we want to eventually go into some medical care so that we can get people taught on how to protect on the front lines, how to get people, uh, well, keep our own comrades alive in a dark time. So that's mm -hmm. the general gist of what we're trying to do in organizing for now. But it's slow. Everything is going to be... Uh, it's slow until moments like this. These are the moments we need to take advantage of and get theory and ideas out in the people's hands. Yes. And the big thing, too, is don't play the short game. The Republicans, unfortunately, have been playing the long game. And now we are seeing their end game. And they played it for so long and kept it so well hidden that a lot of us didn't see it unless you were in a marginalized community like the BIPOC communities or even the LGBTQ communities who have been seeing this for quite some time. And a lot of our BIPOC people have been warning us. And frankly, I, as much as I hate to say this as a white person, I ignored it because I didn't want to believe it. Um, and now we're living it. So it's a really fucked up scenario. But here's the thing. if Even if you can't get out and protest and all that, there's a really great thing that you can start doing. You can start learning how to help people um, that might be, you know, helping people with laundry, helping people travel, helping people, um, you know, cooking for people, taking people food at protests if you can. These are there's so many things that you can do that are not just I'm going to go outside and you know scream at the void um, because that's kind of how protests feel at this point. But you know, there's a lot that we can be doing, and it starts with education. We have to learn how to understand exactly what we're up against and how we can take care of each other. The big thing is we can no longer be divided amongst ourselves. You know, it's always been, well, I'm a leftist and I believe in this, or I be I'm a leftist and I don't want gun control, or I'm a leftist and I like gun, I, you know, or I'm somebody that owns a gun or I'm this or I'm that. And we have all these little marginalized groups within our massive umbrella group we can't do that anymore. Those walls have to come down. We have to learn how to rally together. We have to learn how to work together because guess what? The other side has been doing it for 50 fucking years and they finally got their way. It took them 50 years, but it may take us another 50 years to get rights back. And frankly, I don't want to wait 50 years to get my rights back. No, no, no. I don't want 50 years for my daughter to get her rights back. God, what age would that? That's oh the my part God, that pissed don't, you don't have to say that. I, I'm just that's that's insane to think how like if 50 years down the line, how how old uh, you, you and I won't make it that long, probably at the 
collapse of what we're going. Years. That'd make me. I will be in my 80s. 80. Yeah. I don't think that yeah. I'll have enough health care. I don't think system. I'm going to make it that long, to no. be fair. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Give somebody me. Who's chronically ill, I don't think I'll make it that far. But, you know, and that's the thing, too. We also, a lot of times during these times, we forget about the people who are chronically ill. The chronically ill do want to help, but they can help in limited ways. And so if you know someone who's chronically ill or someone who can't get out and go march, or can't get out and do that, and they want to go vote, fucking go take them. Yeah. Take them to the polling place. Help them get there. Help your people get registered to vote. Get active in your communities. Stop sitting back behind your computer and going, oh, well, I, you know, I don't know what to do. Do what you can in your community, because guess what? That's where it's going to have to start. It has to start there. Because if you don't start there, the U.S. is too big. The states are even too big for us to do it alone. We have to do it with each other. Um, also, mm -hmm. Mac, if you're doing mail-in, check your dates. Make sure you're mailing in your ballot a month before it's due. So it has plenty of time to get there. If you do mail-in voting, you have to mail it out a minimum of a month before it is due. So make sure you check 100% on your dates. Also, there, whatever state you live in, check your dates because not all of them are in November. One of mine is in August. So check your dates, check your local dates, make sure you guys are, um, if you're going to vote, which I so hope you are, because voting is still a big thing until they take that right away, vote, use your voice and yeah, scream at the void. Like, like mm -hmm. literally I, <laughs> I have seen this quote so many times and it's the one from hunger games. And I think it's, uh, the mocking J one or two is it the last uh one of the last ones and it's the whole um you know president snow uh you see the fires catching if we burn you burn with us mm. that is my new slogan that is my new life if we burn you burn with us so I like that. yeah if you, that's the other thing too check out there's a lot of really good books let me see if i can actually find the title of this one this is one that i saw the other day Quick interruption or a brief uh, yes. mention that uh, there is a link for folks. We are go we're reworking the Discord as it's developing. Uh, again, just for people that are popping into it now, it was set up as part of our paid coffee system, uh, ko-fi.com forward slash Kyle Paranormal, if you want to support the Pioneer program, which is all about socialist education. But I will say now we have an open area. We're going to continue to use like a public chat area. Uh, specifically, I've created this new channel. That way we can sort of filter people that are coming in. As you can imagine, there's a lot of things out there. There's a lot of people out there that are hellbent on bringing chaos and destruction. So uh, we're, we're going to make a public chat that people can jump into. But we'll, we'll continue uh, escalating people's also, permission. Also, I saw levels. this book on uh actually burns and nobles tiktok interestingly enough because they had a whole thing and it's like are you angry here's some great books on activism <laughs> and i'm like okay if barnes and noble is getting in the fight you know that you fucked up um but yeah check out that book it's a really great book that i think that is going to be very beneficial um also yeah I see that. Welcome. Privet, Kaktala, Stotadelish. Welcome aboard. I, my Russian, yeah, very little, very little. Uh, but that, that's, I know what you're talking about. The uh, anti-Soviet symbol policies. Not a fan of that. Not a fan. Um, I, can, I can see and track the ideas behind why people push that stuff through. But uh, ironically, there's no, do you have anti-Nazi 
laws there? Probably not, I'm guessing. That tends to be the case. They'll ban the, the hammer and sickle before they'll ban any swastikas from flying is my understanding. If you burn, you're going to burn with us. Has such bad vibes, to be honest, says Nolan. Well, the important thing is, is us not getting to the point of any of us burning. That's uh, that's the no, most important part. It, it's an expression preventing. more than a literal thing. Yeah. Uh, I hope it's not literal, to, to be fair. If it gets literal, then yeah. <laughs> if it gets literal, it's uh, too late. <laughs> yeah, if it's literal, it's too late. <laughs> we, lost, we lost the fight somewhere along the way. Um, right now, this is definitely about education. This is about voting. This is about using your voice. Those are the steps that you have to take right now. Um, obviously, we don't want to resort to violence. Um, we don't want that to ever happen. But... If things continue, there's a real chance that this country will get violent very quickly. So um, you need to be mentally prepared for that. Uh, I've already seen lots of people that have said that they are mentally prepared for that. And if it gets to that point, that there's nothing we can really do to slow it down. The problem so, that we really face, too, on top of this and why we need quick mobilization to what you're saying, Pagan, is we have such a blunted and split like tip to the the left. The right is organized very nicely under clean and easy fascism, which is these are good people, these are bad people. And that makes their book really easy, right? They they have some of the simplest shades they put on and it's like, aha, brown, gay, dead, dead, you know, that that's easy for them to 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 do that. For us, we are all just floundering and looking at one another. Uh, I think there's a lot of kind of bystander effect going on too where we're hoping other people are going to speak and i think that's where pagan you and i need to just become a bit more forceful in you know even just organizing this community as it's come <laughs> together overnight um that was one of the things i was thinking of i was taking in a lot of information yesterday and i was just trying to share out good safety tips but ultimately I think we need to, to step up in our own space and really start organizing people uh, by their need and what abilities they can bring. Like you said, there's a lot more that can be done than simply going out there and being a frontline protester. We need to start setting up bail funds for people that are protesting that might be uh, mm -hmm. detained and otherwise. Uh, medical bills are going to start stacking up for those people as well. We need to be looking at sustainable logistics for food and water for those people. Like you said, in general, that they're just getting things to the, the front lines of protests. Whew, it's, it's a lot to start organizing, especially because we mm -hmm. as a country have not had a very tumultuous time with this in recent history. A lot of this, a lot of America has been built on the idea that that's not going to happen here. A lot of America has been pushing for this too, on both sides of the aisle, pushing us towards revolution, which I'm not going to argue the validity one way or the other of the idea of it. I'm just saying we're here now, but we don't have the infrastructure or the recent skill for it. Um, this was the talk Nolan mentioned earlier about getting allies. We really do need to be looking at and getting allies. Uh, allies that would be extremely beneficial to start gathering are people that have any connections to our military or other uh, trained branches of armed forces. People that have proficiency with weapons, who have knowledge of how that works. This isn't me calling for an armed insurrection. I'm just saying that these are good things to make friends in in situations like this. The other thing, too, about knowing about your arms, one of the things you can learn for survival is literal hunting. Yeah. If you are a meat eater, you can learn how to hunt. Um, you also need to be comfortable with, if you're going to learn how to hunt, you need to be comfortable with getting your hands dirty because it is a bloody job because most of the time 
you will be the one to process your meat unless you can get somebody else to do it. But I will tell you right now, most meat processors, this includes game processors, are booked out for a year in advance because people cannot afford to feed their livestock. Um, so that's something that you also need to be aware of, that meat prices are also probably going to go up fairly soon because people can't afford to feed their livestock. So be aware with, of the things that are happening. Um, if, if you want some good kind of resources, start following um, Garden TikTok. If you can, if you're on TikTok, uh, there's a lot of really great gardeners out there that are willing to help you on how to grow your own food. I am not one of those TikTokers, but I am a great garden resource in our Discord. If you want to learn how to hunt, there's some great people out there that will help teach you how to hunt. There's some great people out there that are prior military that will help teach you how to look for things. There's people out there that teach you self-defense. Basically, anything you want to know, it's out there, but you have to be willing to go learn it. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about is you have to be willing to step up and say, it's time for me to get educated right? and get educated in as many possible topics as you can. This includes making sure that you know first aid, pick up some great first aid manuals, especially military first aid manuals, because those are quick and dirty. So if you're in a place where let's say that you're at a protest and it turns ugly, you might need to help people with some first aid. And if you know how to do that, you're going to be a much better resource to those people. Um, again, I'm not advocating for insurrection. I'm not advocating for revolution. I'm just saying be prepared for anything that could happen. Because as much as we saw Roe v. Wade coming, none of us really expected it. We all kind of were hoping in the back of our mind that we're like, they're not going to be that stupid. And yeah, apparently they are that stupid and they're willing to do much worse. So make sure that you guys are really educating yourself in the best possible ways. Obviously, there's some really great resources out there that are talking about making sure that you're not taking your phone with you, especially if you are somebody with a uterus. Do not take your phone with you to any medical appointments from here on out. Leave it at home and leave it on. That Honestly. Way they don't. Yeah. They truthfully and if that's the case you know you might want to look into i know this is going to sound very conspiracy sounding get a burner phone take it with you to the doctor's appointments gone gps off gone are the days of it being conspiratorial gone are the days of it being alarmist too those are you, you are very valid to give that piece of advice bacon that is very extremely timely because, I mean, they have already pushed through things that are violating privacy laws. That's massive. Also, look at the way that the billionaire class, the people that own a lot of these companies are reacting to this sort of situation. There's no outrage. There's no anger. A, a lot of, I'm just looking at Elon for a second with him vowing to vote right wing in the future as kind of a punishment towards I don't know, everyone that didn't want him to take over Twitter or something, or just he hates women, or I, I'm not sure what exactly motivates him uh but uh vowing to go and support those groups in the middle of fascist takeover is just insane like that is mm -hmm. exactly what we should expect from a billionaire class i agree it's holy true. flesh yeah holy flesh we're, we're all right there with you um the other thing too is i don't know if you guys are seeing this all over social media but the fourth of july is canceled do oh, not yeah. shoot off fireworks do not celebrate we're fucking black we are in mourning literally wear black and do not give the government if you can also at least from the third through the seventh i know this is challenging for a lot of people but 
Do not buy anything. Do not buy gas. Do not buy food. Do not buy any accoutrement. If you can buy all your stuff prior to that, absolutely do it. If you can't do that, it's totally fine. It's understandable. But do the best you possibly can from the third through the fifth. Because guess what? The best place that we can hit our government is in the pocketbook. They only speak with money. And so if we start taking their money away from them for a time, they'll shut up and listen. I think that's where we need to start. I think the next step is immediately what you and I have just been talking about, um, recapping for people, which is to then immediately be spending almost exclusively and supporting within marginalized communities. Uh, because that's that's really, <laughs> and by marginalized communities, I mean starting to form our own commune sort of systems that actually don't give in to the whole. Uh, Flat, Holy Flesh there has a fantastic point, which is, of wanting to hurt the government, it's not paying taxes. That is massive. We certainly should be organizing a tax strike for next year. There is no reason. I mean, since the pandemic, clearly, people can argue mm-hmm. as long back into history as they want. But especially with the 2020 pandemic, taxes should never have been paid in 2020 or for that year. I mean, what, what were we paying for taxes for so they could just waste away our money while no one was really getting help? Or or better yet, to say that Spending all the money... on the Pentagon? yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, like, also they said that they had preparations for all this stuff, and then you look in the warehouses and none of the PPE was there. Like, we've been paying into a system for protections and then there's no stuff? Huh. Interesting how that works. So, I agree. Tax strike? We, realistically, on Monday should be doing a general strike if people can afford to not go into the office. A fantastic whole entire week for it would be now. I know it's so, so short to organize, but leading up to July 4th, people just refusing to go into the... that Yeah, that would be massive. We, we need to get people out of this work environment in America. We need to put brakes on this. I mean... Like, obviously, I, I'm halfway with, I want to be in line with the, the general strike, but obviously people like myself who have children to feed, oh, yeah. um, that that's a different thing. So if you're somebody who has the means that can do that, absolutely do that. If you're somebody like us who cannot do that because we have other people that are reliant on us, um, then yeah, you know, we obviously can participate in that. Um, it's one of those things where it's very difficult to do some of the things that people are calling for, like, you know, obviously not paying taxes because our government is notorious for trying to go after people who don't pay their taxes. But at the same time, taxes are a joke. They're absolutely a joke in this country because half the time we do not um, know where our tax money is going. Our government is not transparent. And that's one thing that if, even though we are voting, which we obviously should be, because if we don't vote, then we're going to end up in a lot worse situation. So voting is something that has to be done. You have to get out there. You have to vote. And as much as I don't want the Democrats or the Republicans to be in office, the Democrats are literally the lesser evil. Yes, they are weak and spineless, but they are still a better option than the fascist Republicans. Vote blue and vote check your voting dates, get registered to vote now, get registered to vote right now, go do it right now. Um, and go do this, make sure that you are taking care of yourselves doing that because if we don't, our system's dead and many of us will be dead as a result of it. 
I think we'll be very lucky if we actually make it to these midterm elections at the state we're going. I don't know if people witnessed this, but last night, yeah. uh, I believe it was last night that uh, Rhode Island senator from the GOP physically punched the uh, uh, the female black opponent that was representing the Democrat side. She she got punched, I think, twice in the face by this dude. And then, ooh, you know, it's just, yeah. And, and the police, he didn't even like, he didn't say he's, he admitted to he it. He is the police. Yes. You're, he's, yeah, he's not even a full senator. He is her running opponent. Yeah. And he is an active police officer. And he did it. And he's not go, probably not going to face any repercussions because of that. Like, it's a scary time. Not only that, like they, the Supreme Court literally the day before they turned over Roe versus Wade, they took away the fact that they don't have to Miranda you now. They technically still do, but the, you can't sue them if they don't. So that means that literally translates to know your rights because they're not going to read them to you. Do not say anything to the police. The only thing you should say is lawyer yeah. and then shut the fuck up. Yeah, they, they made it to where you can no longer sue a police officer if they do not Miranda you, which will translate to the police officers not Mirandaing you because they won't have to worry about being sued. Mm hmm. That's the only reason they still Miranda people is because of the fact that they know that they'll get in trouble for it. Now, it doesn't matter. What uh, went down, by the way, let's see, Supreme Court, this is two weeks ago. This is extremely important, too. Uh, two weeks ago, Supreme Court shields Border Patrol agent from excessive force claim. So this is the whole thing that went through a couple weeks ago. Sorry, I'm just going to link you all a Washington Post article here quickly. Uh, a divided Supreme Court on Wednesday sided with a Border Patrol agent accused of excessive force during confrontation. The outcome will further limit lawsuits against law enforcement officials accused of constitutional violations. And I believe this is the one that then opens up that many of our homes are now more accessible for them. I actually watched a um, lawyer break that down. And is what she said is that it doesn't make it easier for them to come into your homes, but it could, but they would still be getting in trouble for it. They can't actually go in without doing it. They can not, so they can't um, get in trouble for being basically challenged on constitutional rights. Basically, I guess the case is that there was an end that would allow some people to be smuggled in, some people not to be smuggled in. Um, between uh, the U.S. and Canada, and uh, they let a border agent know. The border agent tried to break into the guy's car, the the person that was trying to get across the border, and the innkeeper and him kind of got into it. And so basically that was the case that they ended up overturning, saying that that Border Patrol officer was actually acting within his legal limit or legal rights to do what he did, and that the innkeeper was not. So... I don't know. It's one of those great, we have so many great areas right now that are coming out of the Supreme Court and then some that are obviously not great. So uh, truthfully, I, I don't fucking know. I really don't. So yeah. my, my gut is telling me be prepared for anything and everything. Um, and Mac, with what you're asking, just be prepared. Just be prepared for anything and everything. Do not trust anything that is coming out of our government right now, because right now they do not have your best interest at heart. Um, be prepared for anything. That um, says I, I know Kyle uh, responded to a tweet. I think it was yesterday or this morning, one of the two um, of somebody asking if they should be worried about slavery coming back. And 
at this point, I would be concerned. So oh, be prepared for anything. Honestly, I mean, the, the problem that we're facing right now, if, if we want to encapsulate in a bigger way, uh, is that the, the brakes are off. Right. There's there's no stopping legally what's what's coming to play with the Supreme Court until we abandon them, liquidate them, somehow dissolve them. I mean, we have a minority. We have a minority court, meaning a, a, a court that represents very little of our people that is ruling over the entirety of it with huge huge swaths. Yes, this is Pagan, my co-host for, um, she was co-host of Chaos and Shadow, and mm -hmm. uh, we do Witchy Wednesdays and Seance Saturdays together for folks that like paranormal stuff. Um, Vev was asking what the topic is. I just reshared a little Washington Post uh, link there regarding Supreme Court shielding Border Patrol agents, uh, giving them basically excessive, for uh, excessive force abilities or like, not, you know, more protections when they do that. Which mm -hmm. is just a police state in the process. So what are we actually doing here today? This is a little bit of just a general voicing of concerns. This is our first coming together since yesterday's news. Um, for those that are curious, you know, someone earlier asked, is this, a, is this a gay question in chat or is this, you know, related to this topic? Uh, like Pagan just called out, really what we're facing right now is all minority groups losing every privilege they've gained uh, along the way mm -hmm. fought for specifically every everything that they fought for is being questioned i mean specifically the supreme yes. court yesterday left us with the intentionality that well next we're going to look at gay marriage that's coming up next and contraception oh by the way oh, the yeah. other thing that the supreme, supreme court is going to look at is a um it's basically the bedroom intimacy law um, and by the way, that means that not only has your privacy been stripped with Roe v. Wade, this isn't just about abortion. This is about privacy. Everybody's privacy has now been stripped away. Basically, HIPAA, that nice little protection thing, that's not really going to be around much longer. So be prepared that you can be fired for having a disability. You can have... Um, so many things happen to you because they can subpoena your medical records. If you've had COVID more than once, they may not hire you. They may fire you. You might be a limited or you might be too much of a risk for them to keep you on staff. There are so many things that came out of Roe versus Wade that people are not talking about. It's not just about abortion. It's about privacy. Privacy is the big one. So be aware of that. Not only that, if they do overturn the bedroom privacy law, which I think is... Um, I don't even remember what it's called now, uh, but that basically means that anything that you say to your spouse, roommates, children in the privacy of your own home can be used against you. Everything. They can basically force your spouse to divulge the information. And it, if that's the case, none of us are really, we're not safe. We're not safe now, but we're, we're really not safe then. Um, it, it's just, it's really, really frightening. And I know this happens in a lot of other countries and truth be told, I, as an American, because a lot of Americans are very oblivious to what happens around the world because our government is so big and there's so much happening here all the time. We do miss out on what happens around the world. And Truthfully, I am sorry to any country who has ever had to deal with this because being in your shoes, even just for 24 hours is awful. And I am so sorry that you've had to deal with it possibly for years. And it's not okay. It's no, not okay for any country to take away people's rights like this. Human rights are basic rights that we 
all should have across the globe. And, you know, uh, we have, you know, what is it? The Geneva Convention that's supposed to protect <laughs> us and protect all of our rights and keep us safe and human rights and all this other stuff. Why aren't they protecting other countries? And why the fuck has not the U.S. been sanctioned? <laughs> I know it would kill our economy, but honestly, where are our allies that are so, you know, like, oh, we can't do this to other countries. Do you see what they're doing? We have to sanction them. Excuse me. The U.S. is fucking doing it to their own citizens now. Why are we not being sanctioned? By whom? <laughs> by no, I, that, by I mean everyone. <laughs> uh, the problem. I mean, the Chinese already reported us for uh, human rights violations, so wouldn't be the first time. It's not be the last. I have no American land of the free. I don't think we've ever been free. Mac. I think existed. freedom was illusion. It never existed. It America was never founded as a free colony. Anyway, we. I mean, we may have inspired some socialist uprisings across the the world at times, but uh, with our, our rebelling against the king and crown and all that sort of stuff, I guess you know there's a formation of some democracy going. But uh, keeping in mind, it was formed by a bunch of slavers, and you know some of our states were were prison colonies, and the first thing we did was genocide the Native Americans, and then force them into camps, and then well, you know, land swaths, and then. Uh, intern Japanese people like it really there isn't a good part of American history we can look at and be like oh and also how did I leave out the massive huge industry and political force that is chattel, chattel slavery in America just all of I mean my god it's a lot it's there's a lot and there's really the idea that our government right now does not acknowledge any of that does not want to is is I don't know. It doesn't really give me much hope and anything to save. Please, the U.S. didn't protect my country. They're pushing us to fight Russians and putting sanctions on them. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's not a good. It's not a good landscape for the world right now. Actually, this. No, it's it's not. It, I guess I can uh, promise this, America. It's this is my thought. Maybe not my promise. I do foresee it getting a lot worse for other countries that have to deal with us. That's not to say America has ever been good as a neighbor or country or anything. You know, I, I specifically me, I, I grew up right as our war in Afghanistan and Iraq was being really illegally pushed. You know, these whole crazy, mm -hmm. crazy attacks. And so growing up in that sort of war background, very draining to see that, you know, we haven't changed our ways. That that's just been our thing. I'm I'm. I'm a strong or have become almost a strong pacifist in a way. Like I am so against any imperialist wars. I, I think the, first, the the only war we should be waging is the one to get these shackles off of us, get this terrible system that does not work. And it's just like you said, I, I do think we're realistically looking at refacing slavery in the near future. How that will appear might be a little bit different. I, I don't know. Seeing the bureaucracy that we have, it will continue to follow the route of work camps and maybe those people will be sold off to corporations. Like, so for example, what, what does that actually look like A as our rules are again, rolled back, we could see situations where more prisoners could be easily sold to the highest bidder, whether that's Amazon or Unilever or, you know, whoever wants to buy uh, f basically slave labor. And I think that's the way we'll start to see that appear. I think we've already seen that appear in the United States with how we allow the government and entities to abuse minority groups in here. But I mm -hmm. think it's 
the big change, and I, I, I'm, I'm referencing Nazi Germany when I'm looking at this, is the idea that as they imprison people on whatever the claim is, you're gay, you're this color, whatever it is, you'll start winding up in cells and those cells are going to start turning into work camps. So that is, I think, how yes. you will see the return to modern slavery. I don't, uh, just briefly before I yield the floor, I, I don't think we're going to return anytime soon to seeing straight up slave auctions, though those things would certainly be allowed in more wealthy and affluent circles. I think we already see that with our politicians buying and selling young children as sex slaves. I mean, come on, let's be honest. This has been a political, uh, we've, we've had trials about this already. The fact that we haven't mm -hmm. done away with these people that are very knowingly like sex trafficking children, it's, it's, it's mind blowing what sort of crimes this country is just allowing. And we're allowing it under the guise that we can't fix it and that we're still this pinnacle of freedom. What pinnacle of freedom? God, yeah. <laughs> I yield uh, my time. It, honestly, like it, it kind of reminds me of, I don't know if anybody has ever played the game Outer Worlds. I literally just finished the game uh, this morning. So it, it was one of those things where in that game, the basically, spoilers, um, the colony, the board, you have to work, you have to do your job and all this. And even you have to pay a fee to have your um, grave ready for you when you die and they work you to death. That That's basically how that would work. It looks like slave labor, but, um, and, you know, they give you rations of food and all this other stuff. But yeah, it's a, it's a really disturbing kind of thing. And that's kind of what that reminds me of. But truthfully, I think that that's kind of where we would be. And yes, company towns, exactly. Um, and Mac, you're, you're correct. Those who cannot work would probably be killed. Oh, yeah. And if if you cannot work um, for any reason, uh, yeah, you would basically be dead weight and they would have to, they would put you in a quote-unquote camp and it would probably be an extermination camp similar to Nazi Germany and you would probably die. This might sound but very... Let's just be honest. I know, yeah. I know it sounds dark and grim, but let's be honest because I think we've all had these thoughts in the back of our mind of what would they really do if, you know they really were unleashed it, it's now to, time to bring those thoughts to the forefront because we need to be honest about them we need to be honest to understand exactly what they're capable of and why we have to no longer sit on our laurels and hope that it's going to be better yeah yuri hello welcome uh our our future in the u.s facing extremely dire times we are losing to a theocracy meaning a uh, a religious, a religious organization that isn't even a specific type of its own. Like it's not one branch of religion. It is a general, well, it's a grafting of religion. This is an alt-right Nazi, specifically Nazi ideology group that's coming through. I mean, that's why you'll see a lot of them flying Nazi flags. That's why they read Hitler's books. I mean, it's why a couple of them have already popped champagne bottles in their Instagram photos over at the Eagle's Nest. I mean, how much more of an official cry can we get that that's their ideology and that's what they're doing? Privet, Privet, cocktail, Yuri. You put them out, No, that's well, I'm screwing up my my Russian right now. Uh, Ochin malo, Bruski, a little bit maybe. 
uh, EU had the experience. Maybe it's time for the U.S. to experience it. What was that? Sorry. What was that in relation to? Uh, it's basically already happens much more slowly due to the lack of health care, says Prince. Well, that's that's a huge issue, too, is we do have like a eugenic style lack of health care in this country that is, mm-hmm. again, very specifically targeted. Let's not forget, by the way, hi, Prince, welcome aboard. Let's not forget for a second that this is stuff that is targeted <laughs> intentionally. Lawmakers choose who they want to be serviced and covered by these laws. So when we're seeing uh, large swaths of uh, people of color in a pandemic suffering and not getting any aid locally or their their areas are not receiving government funding or anything like that, of course, of course, of course that's happening. I, look at what the policies these people are putting out. I just shared with the chat uh, one of the biggest concerns. I was saying theocracy a second ago. Theocracy is a concern because Texas pastor says we should put people, oh, sorry, that gay people should be shot in the back of the head in his sermon. Yes. And that's come up a few times. We've had another uh, couple politicians say that gay people are grooming children, suggesting that uh, we should arrest all gay people, which is exactly what the Nazis did. I mean, that's specifically the same ideology they pushed forward. So, yeah. Yeah. I want to say that in my conversation with Storm Firewolf yesterday, he mentioned something about this, and I'm probably going to get this wrong. So if you guys want to know exactly what he said, please listen to my episode on Pig and Switchy Corner on Monday. Uh, But truthfully, I I think is what he said, because like I said, the timeline right now is all blurring together, that even when the camps were liberated from the Nazis, that the people that were LGBTQIA people, um, they actually were not liberated they were actually put back into some form of jailing system because it was still legal in a lot of countries. Um, And they had to abide by some laws. And so even then the liberation didn't truly happen for a lot of those people. And they were still treated very much like second class citizens or criminals. So it's one of those things that we are at a point right now. And it's a really crucial turning point that yes, this could be potentially our future as well. And I don't, as somebody who's also part of the LGBTQ community, um, so is my husband, obviously, so is Kyle, but you know, so many of us that are a part of it, we don't want that to happen. And uh, you're going to have to pry it out of my cold, dead hands if you think that I'm going to go down without swinging. <laughs> I'm with you. Privyet to all of our comrades coming in chat. I can speak English. Hey, that's fine. You're you're welcome. It's good. It's good for me to read Russian in chat. I am learning. I only started in January, so I, a very very short amount of time. Uh, I've got a resistance idea. Why don't you go get a job? Great idea, Mark. Most of us already have that. What do you do with your time? Do you sit around and do this all day? So, Mark, let's talk. How will a job change America? How would any now, first of all, most of us here all have jobs and such. So, yeah, the point is completely moot. You're like a five year old yelling at like you're you're somebody who's yelling into the void. That's all you're doing. Sorry, Mark. I will Uh, warn you, you have Max probably going to pull the band trigger in a second. You can stay if you want to be nice. But coming in and yelling stuff like that is going to get you though. So uh, what we're talking about, Mark, is how to get locally organized. I mean, we're generally venting about the situation at hand. Getting a job actually might be quite the opposite of what we really realistically need people to do. 
what we need are more general strikes. We need more union organization. We need vanguard parties. We need people going out there and actually working with communities. We need people spending this time to educate one another, to talk about it, to share different ideas. I'm going to guess Mark's idea of go get a job is just a massive endorsement of the capitalist system we have, right? Go out there, get something that's mindless. Don't think about politics. Just live. Don't ask questions. Don't worry what the other hand is doing as we take away your rights sort of thing. That idea does need to go. We need to start yeah. calling out the falseness that we can just sleep through it. We can. And now, obviously, we're still advocating that people go and vote. But we need to look that that's not the solution either. Voting is a short term solution. It's a short term potential stopping of complete slide to fascism. Though on the flip side, the real danger to the idea of just going out and voting is that I don't see our you know Democrats or any any other entity like that pushing back in a meaningful way. And that's where we still have to keep the fire. We still have to keep the, the movement, the momentum. We need to get people destigmatized or uh, get rid of the stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. We need to get rid of the colonizer mindset. We need to seriously introduce more socialist ideology. Most Americans want socialist policies. Right-wing people want a lot of those policies. They truly just do not know. And they're much more likely to eat up the negative. They're much more likely to eat up the, you know, oh, I don't have a job. I don't have an income. I don't have a living because of this brown person. Or, you know, my, my, my children aren't uh, going to church anymore. They're identifying as gay. Well, that must be the gay people's fault. They're perverting their minds. No, those are, you're just, you're just facing crises that you don't, you're not already equipped for. And instead of turning to people that, actually know better a lot of those folks are turning directly to negative harmful outlets to perceive it so that's mm -hmm. your fox news groups there's your tucker carlson groups that are just yeah, propagandists at best oh yuri's from russia welcome oh where yeah. uh, and i i would go so far as to say not propaganda at best at propaganda period full <laughs> yes. stop Oh, yes, they, they true. They are not trying to do anything except spread propaganda at this point. And it's <sighs> it was demoralizing 20 years ago with Fox News. And even now that they're still around is it makes me vomit in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I cannot even fathom how they are still operating. And yet here we are living in a nation where people are celebrating the fact that my rights got taken away, that your rights to privacy got taken away, and that so many others are doing that as well. And the thing about it is, when we say rights to privacy, this is not just about privacy to healthcare. This is privacy, period. Oh, yeah. So what's happening on the internet right now? Yeah, the, the government can come and not that they couldn't before, they could still do this. But truthfully, um, now they don't need an excuse to look at your stuff Big because true. it's legal. So, you know, it, it's one of those things of, yeah, they truthfully, you need to be very much of the mindset and understanding that it's not just women's rights. It's everybody's rights that they're going after in some way, shape or form. It's not just LBG, LGBTQ rights. It's everybody's rights in some way, shape, or form. Because mm -hmm. if they start discriminating against one group, that doesn't mean they will stop at you because you might be a cis hetero person. Oh, yeah. That doesn't mean anything. Oh, I, I and they, 
they are going to attack and start imprisoning allies too. Let's face it. I mean, again, this is this is a bit of a doomer talk, but this is this is to get people ready for what will happen. I mean, allies will be prosecuted just the same or in fun, unique ways that they'll come up with that are wholly embarrassing to them. I mean, they'll. Uh, we need to get the control back is the issue. We need to take the control back and we need to make a better system. <laughs> I, I like our conversations in chat here. People are sharing some really good information today. I, I really mm-hmm. appreciate it. Uh, Prince also commented the ideology of working, uh, living to work, working to live needs to be eliminated. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, that's where my... Other countries don't do it. Yeah, a lot of other countries don't do that. They They... They work, um, you know, you work for a living, but like somebody that I was um, talking to that used to be an American and now lives in Spain, uh, they'll work for four or five hours, go home and have three or four hours off with their family. They might go back to work for a couple hours or they might just take the rest of the day and they still make a decent enough living for them to live their lives. If we even thought about doing it, I mean, literally just thought about doing that in the United States, they'd be like, no, you're working two extra hours just because. It, it, it's just mind boggling, absolutely mind boggling. The things that happen in other countries that seem so foreign to us, but seem like absolutely beautiful luxuries, but they're basic living things. That's and we the- don't know them because of capitalism here. That's the magic of propaganda right there, Pagan. That is absolutely the magic of propaganda to say, hey, look at us. We're the best. We're the absolute greatest. And uh, everywhere else is terrible. I mean, that's what a lot of Americans think. If if for our foreign folks, I know we have a lot of people from, from Russia and the Caucasus here. Awesome to have people from Brazil in chat. I really like it. Uh, may I recommend everyone get some Lenin in their life? That's what I've been reading a steady diet of lately, because though Lenin is not the complete guide to revolution, there are some really good texts here. I'm actually uh, making my way through what is to be done at the moment. So, um, yeah, we're going to start doing more socialist and communist theory here in the near future. One of the biggest problems I have is I really do not like any of the communist parties in the United States. The one I could have joined, I got into a big argument with. They had some really dumb points. I have some real strong concerns about their uh, views on... on <laughs> fascism. I think they're way too into it. Uh, But anyway, I digress to say that I think we need to figure out better grassroots ideas. What about Stalin? I have very complex views on Stalin. I grew up as sort of a Stalinist in a way, but I don't share many of those ideologies anymore. I don't know. I used I was a tanky when I started out, but now I guess I'd just say I'm a, I don't know, new breed of something. I'm not sure how to describe myself yet. I'm going to be somewhat of a communist. I don't want to say opportunist, but a little bit of a writing my own sort of path. Clearly, I don't know why people listen to what I have to say about it, but they do. And I entertain and learn from others. So if you want to ever share communist socialist theory, I have friends from Belarus that are in our discord server and, uh, They're very, very deep into it. So we're going to start talking a little bit more with them about this. Uh, Yeah, I'm just really happy we got a a kind of global audience here. Mm -hmm. And truthfully, everybody is welcome, obviously, if, you know, again, if you're in the boat of survival, we welcome everybody, of course. Uh, But the cool thing is having people from around the world, we can learn from you. Like, uh, truthfully, American education about worldviews is very stifled. Um, we're, it's very stifled even about our own histories and our own educations here. 
So absolutely, we would love to learn about what your culture is like. What can you teach us that we obviously don't know because America is still a very baby country and we are still going through obvious growing pains, as you can all see from your news channels. Um, you know, we want to we want to learn from other countries how to be better because you guys are obviously much older. You have already been through these growing pains and we want to to know where we can improve from people who've already been there in some way, shape or form, because that's what we need. And it's also very useful to be listening to people on the outside that see America from a whole other vantage point uh, to, to give us ideas. I think Pagan said this earlier on that America is so large and uses that against us quite often to obscure our real motives. Mm -hmm. What one hand again is doing over here always hides what the other one's doing behind it, right? It's always something like that. And it's why we need these great connections with people outside the United States. I am all about, all about solidarity between the peoples of the world. The working class of the world really needs to stand up. The billionaire problem is hardly an American problem, right? Russia is riddled with a billionaire problem. China has a billionaire. We all have billionaire problems, regardless of what we think of anyone's type of socialism or whatever it is. We really, really, really need to connect the peoples because once you start talking about another country's problems and you see how much they mirror, it gives you a different perspective to how to tackle the problem. If this person has a problem, but their government is this flavor and I have the same problem, my government's a different flavor, you can start to match them up and see, yeah, get a better view of it. Plus, there's also security in having friends in other nations. That way, if things go haywire and we have to either flee, if that's an option, um, depending on where you are in your neighboring areas, or if uh, it's mutual aid sort of situations, all of that is needed. No nationalism here. Yeah, I'm I'm not a nationalist sort of man. I, I'm, I'm a dissolve America sort of man and build more of a global thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I, as an American who's studied our history quite extensively. I mean, that was my jam when I was a kid or something I just studied a lot. Our history is extremely bloody. There's really not much of American history to look at it and go like, oh, good work. I mean, to, to all my Eastern European friends, would, yeah. would our time be like when we won World War II for you guys, when we came over and single-handedly beat the Nazi threat. I mean, like, what time in history were we great? Because that's what they tell us, right, over here. It's like, oh, America saved the world and beat the Nazis. So we could bring them into America, give them jobs and new identity documents, and then have them working down at Disney World and stuff? You mean that saving the world time period? I don't remember any of that really happening. You know, and that that's very true. Like, when because obviously when I learned about American history in high school, it was a very biased, watered down, happy, good, lucky, fluffy bunny version. Um, but, you know, when I got into college, they, they were like, no, here's the dirty yeah. version of American history that they didn't even teach. You. And even then it was still watered down. There's still so much American history that I will even admit that I don't know. And all of it's bloody. All of it's icky. And I would say that a lot of other world and a lot of other countries are very bloody as well. I'm not saying that nobody is good or wholly great in any way. We all have bloody issues. But how do we come out of that? I mean, obviously, for example, look at Germany. Germany went from being the number one hated country because of the Nazis to now they have a thriving economy, a great 
place to move, apparently. Um, they take care of their people. And they will literally put you in jail for spewing Nazism and hate. They have anti-hate speech laws. So how do we get to that point? Because I want to, honestly, I want to kind of idolize Germany in this point, modern Germany um, versus Nazi Germany. I don't, right now, I feel like we have stepped into a scary version of Nazi Germany. So what happens when you bring all the Nazis home. That's what I keep saying. And honestly, I say the <laughs> we same them thing. Home like puppies. <laughs> sorry, sorry to my Russian friends, but the Soviet Union did the same thing. And look how that wound up for everybody. There's not, not a Soviet Union. There's not going to be an America. I, it's kind of my little bit of a tinfoil hat thing. Like certainly a fact that both brought Nazis home, but the tinfoil hat, the conspiracy part is when I say like, well, then again, it's not really a conspiracy theory because you can just track the company money and all those. Remember how most of our big name companies these days used a lot of Holocaust, like mm-hmm. slave labor stuff. And we still buy their cars and we still buy their clothes and all that. Yeah. Capitalism hasn't really worked out, has it? Not really <sighs> for anybody, I don't think. And, you know, we're, we're seeing this in other countries, too, that capitalism is not working out so great for them as well. Um, this reminds me of a video where a person oh, asks wow. others on the street if uh, of the USA where X country is and most can't say. I, I will be honest, I'm terrible at geography as well. Like, I, I, I know where generally some are, but I don't know where all of them are. Like, we were just talking about languages earlier. One of the languages that was mentioned, I'm completely unfamiliar with. I don't know even where it's from. So... Yeah. Problem with Eastern European and Slavic countries and culture is that to understand is to speak the same language and we speak very different and our thinking and solving issues are very different. Yes. Yes. That that does appear uh, to me just through meeting friends in those those areas as well. Uh, I made a lot of friends in Russia this past year. One of my first, well, one of my first friends I made in Russia was specifically through Twitch, uh, Dimitri. He still comes by. He was mm-hmm. here a couple nights ago. And then um, one of my other friends, one of my first like communist friends in Russia that I met was through the podcast. We're actually recording right now. This will be up on Kyle's Communist Book Club. I can get a link for people if you want, but um, I'll just type out the name here in a second. Kyle's Communist Book Club. Met some great friends through this. And uh, ever since, well, I've just been continuing to speak the facts on the matter i don't know trying to slowly change people's views on communism and socialism in here in the united states um vev's talking about the media and government issues and that's a huge thing i mean our country i get it kind of getting back to the what we can do about it is is we need to start deprogramming people de start convincing people <laughs> that a lot of their views are based on false rhetoric i mean that's it's just such a massive mm-hmm. thing that we face now is we've got a lot of people in our country who are self-aligning self-aligned christians they're white for the most part right white christian and that has them galvanized under the flag that a lot of them don't see yet which is a nazi flag i mean it's a big swastika flying right a lot of them don't see it because i think being on the boat they're not seeing what the boat actually has out in front of it they're not seeing the i don't know if that's an example that works at all but i guess i'm trying to say they can't see how bad they've gotten yet some of them the orchestrators of it the leaders the the people that are driving people that are steering the boat they know what they're doing but in mass a lot of people are just under it under this guise of well my rights are being stolen as a white person or uh oh i'm being told i can't 
do whatever with my religion when in turn, you know, us as white people and certainly as Christians around here have the most authority. Uh, there's no one stopping us out right now. Me as a, a, a white gay man, as soon as they hear that I'm gay or see any of these flags, any of these flags, the communist ones, any of them, they'll hang me just the same. But until that point, we got to keep trying, keep pushing. I mean, there's, I don't know. I even had a, I, I talked to a guy the other day who is a, a finance dude um, for the family and stuff. And he is, he votes right. But in this call, <laughs> I got him to agree to a ton of socialist views. Because in truth, from what I heard from him, he does not fit the bill of of standard GOP voter. He does not have the same malice and things like that. But unfortunately, the policies that he's hung on are just, you know, fake ones that the, the GOP are after. Bev says, I think the U.S. is doing better than EU. And no matter what would happen in U.S., EU will always suffer first. Whew, probably. I just joined that channel because I've seen the Soviet flag behind. Yes, Yuri, I like it. Uh, please chat. By the way, tell me if you've got communist leanings or anything like that and you'd like to share it and it's safe for you to do so in your area. Please let me know. I'd really love to talk to more. Uh, like I said, through our Discord server, I've got some Belarusian communist friends. Uh, absolutely mm -hmm. would love to meet and talk and share because in the United States, Soviet history is extremely demonized. Um, I've been yes. interested in studying it for about 13 years now. About 2009 is when I got interested in it. I, I'm sad that I didn't learn Russian until like recently. It just felt like I had no applicable way to use it at the time that i was interested apps didn't exist that could teach you like they could now i was also a little high schooler so you know i was in school and didn't have the like money or anything to do it more i also just didn't have the accessibility to friends from eastern europe like we do now so there's mm -hmm. a lot to learn and share there is a lot to learn and share and you know like prince is saying that far too many right-wing commoners don't even understand what socialism actually is that is very true very and true. i understood what socialism was probably i really started to learn what it was in about 2014 um but up until very recently thanks to kyle i didn't really understand a whole lot about communism i understood the more demonized kind of versions of it and thanks to him he has been helping me learn a lot more about the benefits of communism in addition to socialism so and you know like he he kind of taught me that socialism is a step towards communism, but it is just one step. It is one step in a tier of many things that need work. And, you know, as many times as we've talked about it, but in our country and in a lot of other countries around the world too, they want you to go to work. They don't want you to be part of a community. They want you to just do your job, go home and then wake up and do the same thing. And that's capitalism. Whereas, with socialism and even I think communism, I would, and Kyle can correct me if I'm wrong, that's more community-based. Yes, you still have a job to do. Yes, you still have a thing to do, but yet you're still part of a community and you're actually helping each other and you're doing things. And I would say probably in the last at least 30 years of my life that I know of, so many people have lost that sense of community. And they think, oh, well, if I'm friendly with my neighbors, my neighbors are going to turn me in. My neighbors are going to hate me. My neighbors are, you know, and I think that you would probably find a lot of times that if we're more friendly with our neighbors and a lot more friendly with our community, we're going to see a lot more people out there that are suffering just like we are and that we need that they need help, too. And if we all band together, we are much stronger together than we are individualistically. 
And this for uh, you know any of our Eastern European listeners is such a big thing here in the United States. We are very spread out. One of the ways of uh, kind of capitalist soft power in the United States is most of us do, or yeah, I'd say a lot of Americans live in single family dwellings, which is pretty common. That's not to say everybody. Certainly we have a lot of people, and I, I don't know the statistics. I mean, it might surprise me that there are many more people in apartment complexes than I know of. But even if we've got people living in these apartment complexes, we're, we're very isolated in the mindset of Americans. It's all about individualisms or individualism. It is all about people only taking care of their own. That is uh, really a lot of the rise of what's gone wrong in America. If you think about it, Pagan, uh, we have the phrase of a white picket fence or keeping up with the Joneses, yep. which is mm -hmm. one of the worst ideas that capitalism has really imposed on us being you and your family are not good enough until you have more than your neighbor. That is the opposite of community driven building. I mean, really, truly, mm -hmm. and we can speak very, we're speaking in very broad terms today, folks. I mean, it's just, it's very big. But the, the sheer idea that you're convincing people that, well, you need to have this fancy car so that you're cooler than your neighbor, that's not building connection. And in fact, does push us towards this bourgeois idea of being super isolated from one another. No one's looking out for their neighbor. No one's trying. And, and it's a very strange world now where uh, <laughs> it's a very strange world now where since the political lines are drawn the way they are, I think a lot of people are very afraid to start talking and start opening connections with people because there's very big fear with the amount of firearms that we caught that if you uh, kind of open up to the wrong person, it might end poorly for you, which is a real concern right now. We've had some of the worst gun violence that America has ever seen to this date. Uh, all coincides pretty well with other fascist attempts to just mm -hmm. so discontent, make people feel uneasy, and as an excuse to try and push for further law enforcement actions for, for tough, harsh power in return. Yes. And I would say that's very true. Um, one of my absolute most favorite TikTokers in the whole wide world. I love this woman to pieces. Um, if you're on TikTok, you might know her um, exclusively as Mama Tot, but I think her actual handle is like Shoe Lover 101 or something like that. Um, but anyway, her son was murdered last night because he went to uh, just out with his friends and some nut job in her little itty bitty redneck town decided to shoot and kill him. He was 18 years old. So hmm. they have not caught the person that did it. Um, but it is a very scary kind of realistic thing that, yeah, opening up um, to anybody is scary because, you know, especially now with basically the Supreme Court allowing it, the states to say, oh, yeah, you can um, easily carry a gun for no reason. You don't need a reason to protect, protect yourself. So you can have a gun. Go for it. Um, it it's very frightening to kind of think about. Um, but I, I don't know. I, if you would have asked me two days ago, how I felt about that gun law, I was kind of very afraid of it. Now I'm somewhere between afraid of it and wanting to embrace it <laughs> because I'm a woman. Yeah. It, it's a really scary thought to think about. Um, I, I don't even know. Like there's so much emotion, so many thoughts and so much shit has happened in the last 48 hours. 48 hours so much stuff has happened i literally my brain cannot just keep up so whew, it, it's it's kind of scary and 
for those who are, you know, here from other countries, can I ask, what does this look like on the outside? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm genuinely curious because I, I we see it on the inside and it's terrifying. I, What does it look like on the outside? While they're typing, I'll say that I had a couple conversations with some of my Russian friends yesterday, actually. So the first message I got un unsolicited, I didn't reach out. My, my Belarusian friend, uh, the communist one, his first message was, go buy weapons and arm yourself and go to DC <laughs> was his first answer uh, with very explicit instructions to go along with it. So that was fun that, to get. I uh, my problem is no no vehicle to go and do all of that. So uh, also, yeah, I don't I don't know if I can even purchase a firearm legally. But now with the restrictions rolled back, who knows? You probably could. Yeah, you, you could probably truthfully go to Walmart. No, yeah, right. They're not gonna look. Honestly, like you could buy a handgun at Walmart probably very easily. Maybe um, it's time. Uh, honestly, I would say yeah. I I think it might be time for everybody to at least own a handgun. Um, like, okay, this is a really dark thought, but you know, I, I have to go every six months to my OBGYN, um, for cancer screenings and no, I don't have any cancer just for the record, but I do have to go get checked every six months just to make sure. I have literally thought about, because the state I live in is you don't have to have a license to carry now. Um, and I do own a firearm. I've thought about taking it with me just when I'm out and about having it in my purse because of the fact that no offense to any gentleman out there, but men scare the shit out of me. Mm. They scared me before this and they scare me even more now. So I, I don't know. Um, also, I, Vever, I'm going to probably butcher your entire name. So I'm just going to call you Vever. Um, yeah, I'm sure it is very weird having U.S. people ask you those <laughs> questions, but truthfully, I'd like to know. I, I would really like to know what it looks like on the outside because there are a lot of people in the United States that are not the bad ones that you probably see on the news. Um, you know, the ones that are out there with their MAGA hats and Trump 2024 flags. Most of us are not like that. There's a lot of us that aren't. Those are the ones that end up on camera because they want to end up on camera. They want to be the front facing ones. Whereas the rest of us are just trying to survive. Um, so truthfully, I would like to know if you're, Willing to answer. If any of our, you know, world friends are willing to answer that question, absolutely. What does it look like from the outside? Um, you don't have to answer, but I am curious. I, I am very curious because I'd like to see how the world kind of views us. Uh, I don't think I can say so many things on here. Otherwise, you would ban me. Uh, I no, mean, I don't think we would ban you. I, I mean, because genuinely we're asking. Yeah. Um, so you, you're welcome to absolutely share your opinion with us because truthfully, I, I did ask. I'm not going to be angry with you. I'm not going to be upset with you because I do want to know. I know it's probably not going to be pretty. I, I'm very much expecting it to be ugly and horrible. So um, what is a pothead? Marijuana, pothead? Yuri. It's marijuana. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so by all means, please don't feel like we're going to ban you. We're not, we asked, um, and we're not like the people that are like, Oh, you can't say that to me. No, <laughs> I, I want to know. I know it's going to be ugly. Um, <laughs> I do want to know we, we're good people here. I promise you. We're not the, the scary people that we, we've talked about some scary things about being prepared, but, um, that's because we've kind of backed into a corner and we have no choice. It'll be interesting to see, too, what other people's governments say, because I uh, 
Yeah, I, I well, so my Russian friends yesterday, I got a couple messages of concern from them. One of them was like, don't go to any protest, Kyle, stay home. And I was like, well, that's not our way here in America. We go, <laughs> we go like we, we, well, we still can, like we try and go hard. Uh, not hard enough, though, honestly, not enough fire. What is, is that illegal? I don't know. The thing is more fire uh, in general. Fire is great. Fire is warmth, everybody. Fire, fire, fire. And not calling for an insurrection trademark. Uh, but anyway, I, mean, I am yeah. saying fire and we should do that more. But I will go back around and say, so friends were like, don't go out to protest. And then another one today was like, it's going to be fine, Kyle. It's going to be fine, fine. I'm like, bro, it's not going to be fine. <laughs> this is me telling you this is not going to be fine because, well, statistically and historically, dialectical materialism, historical materialism would say this is not fine. There's no guardrails here left um, a lot of americans have been under the false idea that we can vote things away for some time and that's clearly not true we live in a, a two-party system where both parties want to maintain uh control they want to maintain control and don't want to change the status quo i mean that's that's the risk to this is, is though we're still telling and still advocating that people will vote blue or democratic that does not that's not going to lead to any kind of improvements in people's lives at best we're going to prevent immediate concentration camp style heinous crimes which again are not far off we know the gop wants that they've announced stuff like that already so we know that mm -hmm. a vote cast in that direction is a vote for horrible terror to terror and just carnage so we're trying to push people the other way but the problem is again our democratic party is super super weak they're centralists by the view of most people and i i am someone that does use the word liberal in a negative way to say people that are not active enough they don't want to change the status quo and we really need it we really 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 got to shake things up i think for the sake of time i will put a cut into our podcast recording just because the recording itself <laughs> very long a lot of good information for people that might listen on the feed actually an hour and a half so that's perfect that's a great episode uh, for anyone out there that wants to listen to kyle's communist book club that's where this is being recorded it's up on itunes spotify and all the rest however it does have a hammer and sickle in the logo so it might not be easily available in your country for our eastern european friends i know that like for example i think my show's banned in ukraine and other places probably latvia uh, Lithuania, Estonia, I don't know, everywhere that says no to the hammer and sickle. That being said, go listen if you can. Uh, it's nowadays taking a more forward acting approach, less of a book club and more of an action manual and just discussing ideas. We are organizing over on Discord if people want to join up with that. I would say go to ko-fi.com forward slash Kyle Paranormal. That's where you can join in if you want to support financially. You can get in for as low as $5. The uh, Discord invite does exist in other ways. If you want to shoot me a message on Instagram or on Twitter, I can pass you an invite. So jump on in. It's a good place to converse. It's certainly socialist communist circles. Uh, and that's the sort of thing you should expect. So to everyone listening to the podcast at home, you stay safe and we'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.